0: You have found the Redhead Family Therapy Guy and a Mike podcast looking at mental health through a pop culture lens.
1: All right, back at it once again, the Redhead Family Therapy Guy and the Mike. And we're doing a podcast and you guessed it from the road in the car the road maybe we should just do them all this way <laughs> i just, like, know come Could up with car reasons tripping. to go <laughs> car driven <laughs> just come up with reasons to go on road trips so yeah, we have to tape podcasts that would be awesome we can travel <laughs> the united states be Ooh, in so canada good. that would be fun too that would be fun yeah. to like travel you know what would be really like my dream would be we get to do this all the time and we can go around and cycle and then oh, Roger, like, have like, would an RV. Awesome. And then we could, like, we could go, like, interview random people. Yeah. Like, along the way. That would be awesome. That would be wicked. An RV big enough,
0: or we could have two RVs so we could bring our families.
1: Whoa. Like,. Like the Redhead family therapy guy R V and yeah. the and the Mike R V. That would be awesome. <laughs> so cool. And then we could
0: have the, the redhead logo with the glasses on yours and then we could have yeah. the bicycle <laughs> cap on, on mine.
1: <laughs> All right. So folks, if you want to make that happen for us, yes. share. <laughs> And like, and comment. Yes. But we're just happy to talk anyway. Yeah, it's fun. That'd be cool too if we had that going because then we could like do like conferences or like go speak at marriage conferences or mental health conferences or something. That would help bring in the the income. The income. It would just be fun. I really like doing uh, like presentations and group thingies. I do also. It's good times. Well, we are going to discuss the movie... Um, Joe, Joe versus the volcano. Yes,
0: <laughs> it's a
1: classic. I was surprised it you were talking about. Are, are we asked?
0: We asked a colleague. So we're, we this week we went down to New Orleans for New Orleans, uh, New Orleans, New Orleans. For, uh, work, a uh, regional training. And, it was a couple of regions and, and combined. Louisiana. Louisiana. And one Louisiana. of our buddies had mentioned he'd never seen it, and I just thought, what? How could you know who not had seen not, this
1: movie? Oh, who? Had Kyle. Oh. Kyle. 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 <laughs> Watch this movie. <laughs> it's so good. I remember it really is fun. I remember watching this movie like in junior high or mm-hmm. whenever it came out. I think I was in the junior high years. And I remember watching it and thinking it was really silly and that it was strange and it didn't make a lot of sense, but it had some funny parts. Yeah. And then uh, when I was in college, after I was married... Nick and I watched it and I freaking lost my mind. It was so <laughs> funny. And I was like, oh, I was a kid. There was a lot of things I didn't understand about the world. Because this movie has so much depth to it. It does have a ton. And so much symbolism. I actually, the funny thing is, is I watched this movie on the phone and uh um i uh yeah he watched it on the way here on the phone, yes, and so we were like pausing and talking as we were go <laughs> as we were going because there was so much coming out of it do you want me to no, we're good.
0: Okay. We're just getting um, to an intersection, people. So we're
1: uh, like, this is a little dangerous. We're working, a little to dangerous. Don't crash us. That'd be it. hilarious. We're <laughs> really gonna car crash while we're doing a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so there were so many different themes and so many different things to talk about um, that came up as we were watching. Like, I kept pausing it. I, was, I almost was like, we should like talk about it, record it now. But, um, but yeah. So, um, what would you say thematically? Like jumped out at the most to you when you watched this. Was there any particular metaphor or idea that really struck you uh, with it? This yeah, this I mean, last time you watched, there it? really is
0: a lot. There's so much, but I, I want to know what grabs you. Like you go in a lot of different ways. See, there is right. And yeah, I think So that's kind of the... what, what uh, like when I was watching it, what kind of stood out to me was all these different things going on, and when movies have like are super deep like that i feel like it. it is a little tough for me to kind of grab hold mm-hmm. of maybe what the deeper meanings are but for me i feel like i saw you know this really this fear so so of course mm. there's like the very like I feel like obvious, okay, this is like
1: corporate America against like the man, or it's just kind of a like a commentary on what corporate America has done to the common, yeah, that's
0: a good, yes, thank you, and that for me, I don't think I really like see a lot of that like my mind doesn't really go there more so i saw kind of these stages like there's this there's this character that's just absorbed and being crushed by fear of what i saw was fear of adequacy Mm -hmm. like not being adequate enough to move forward and it starts with him um being you know this hero being this this in a p- profession where he would stretch himself to to really serve others as a firefighter mm-hmm. and then things kind of go wrong which i'm sure all firefighters it, experience it, it
1: would have been interesting if since that was the line you know that he was a firefighter it would have been interesting if they had like a ptsd moment
0: yeah during. so they
1: didn't do that right cuz it wasn't i don't think the mental health angle was the well, angle it's almost right almost
0: as if him being sucked into, it's almost, so you have all of these, you have all these characters that are are being sucked into this anal probe factory. I can't even remember what, what it's called, but it's a it's an anal <laughs> oh, probe
1: so producing factory. It's so fantastic. Well, it's just basically like and all of us as Americans are being screwed by the man. Is really yeah, what the ba- metaphor is because it's like because it wasn't it was like so many customers like satisfied customers or pleased customers yeah. or something like that on the dirty wall of the industrial yeah. factory where they're and making it's like Seven hundred thousand satisfied <laughs> customers. <laughs> Like, and one tick down, like, (laughs) so great. I Um, feel like
0: for me, the PTSD or the trauma is represented in the workers of Mm. that factory. They're all they all have this thousand yard stare, you know, you know, the thousand yard stare that you get through PTSD. And I've seen it when I've experienced
1: secondary trauma, you're just flooded. Yeah, and so you're just oh. you're just you're flooded, and so you're just a zombie like. It's amazing, time. Uh, you know. Well, because back anything in, of any little bit of distress, you know, puts you out of whack, right? Oh, oh yeah. So,
0: so back in, um, uh, oh, was it 2018, seventeen? Oh, forgive me, I'm sorry, but there was the Route 91 shooting in Vegas, mm. and I was asked by our work. Our, our work works closely with Red Cross, and. And so sometimes Red Cross asks us to come out when there's a an, an emergency to provide services. And so we were asked to go out and and during this, uh, so Re- Route 91 was a country music festival in Las Vegas. It was at Mandalay Bay. Surely everybody remembers that. Yeah, yeah and, and it's the largest yeah mass shooting in in United States history. I, I, uh, Fifty nine were were killed, um, right? And so, that morning, so it happened on a Sunday evening. That morning, I we showed up at the Las Vegas Convention Center, and I spent the week there, and and so I was asked to serve at the family reunification center. Which later we found out was the coroner's, uh, at least for the first three days, was the coroner's post, and basically they were just it. It, it was reunifying, reunifying families with their deceased loved ones. It's a really terrible name. It is. It's very misleading. Misleading, and yeah. so so you have the trauma of something bad happened, and then the trauma of uh, I think. I think maybe my family could be alive just to find out from the coroner's office that they're loved so, one has passed. Yeah. yeah. So my role along with my colleagues was to sit with these families in their grieving and in, in and in the notification, like when we would go with them to the coroner and the coroner would sit in a room and notify them. So okay. I I do this uh for that week. I really get no sleep and I uh I leave and I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. Just keep going. Keep going. Uh, I think it was Saturday. I had, so this is Vegas. We go to water stores a lot to get water or or you can do like verse osmosis, but water stores are popular in Vegas and it's just drinking water. You just mm-hmm. go and fill up your drinking water containers. And I went there and while in there, the owner was just chatting with me and just made a real simple comment about the shooting. And it was just kind of nothing rude or anything, just kind of off the wall comment and i left that and got into my car and just started crying mm-hmm. and just could not stop um yeah but what just i held all yeah, that exactly and it, you just don't realize yeah. it and what i kind of saw from that time forward was i had a lot of these moments where i would just be like zoned out yeah. and there would be times where heather would have to like poke at me with like physically fingers. or yeah or constantly say my name just to pull me back and that's like that thousand yard stare right, right. that's that trauma yeah. and that's what i see in the eyes of these employees right they're as marching they're, in. and so for me that could re- very well represent yeah, the ptsd but, gotcha. that's you know and, and fear fuels that right fear mm. fu- fuels the ptsd and that's kind of what stuck out to me was this fear consuming this man and his struggle to really work through that and to actualize a life that he can experience and live in the now and what i love about this mm-hmm. is this this kind of this rhetoric of it's not fully actualized until he has a companion with him
1: that's really interesting and yeah. that
0: connection piece ultimately well, releases him. Well, I know I'm jumping around a lot yeah, here, well, but that's the, really cool
1: to me. And the right companion at the right time. Yeah, because there was right? many,
0: uh, many Meg, Meg Ryan does
1: an excellent well, job. And what do you it's think so about, cool. Yeah, she really did. What do you think about the director's choice to use Meg Ryan? What do you think the the communication or the meaning was for her to play all of those oh, love interest great potentials. Point. And I like, feel like you, you did is? a great
0: job at picking into this. Oh, when we were and watching I, and talking. Yeah, I, I didn't really get any of that. And, and as, as we, as I had watched it previous and then I was driving and John was watching the movie and he had really caught in. And so I, I would like to, I, I know this probably isn't proper, but I want to turn the question around on you and I oh, want to know, oh, <laughs> I oh. want to know your thoughts because I thought you had some good commentary on really these like, Almost like stages, I think, you, yeah. you manifested with, yeah. with Meg Ryan. So, so I'm to curious me, to hear
1: To me, it was a reflection of where Tom Hanks' character was at. Um, and that each person, wa- uh, each love interest or potential love interest um was an indicator of where he was at in his journey Mm. right and how they presented right because the first female the first meg ryan character at the office was equally as timid but also a little pokey at him like why are you letting him walk over you like that yeah and uh and so i think we see tom hanks progression as well because then like uh the second love interest was that was um, the stepsister, was the stepsister, or whatever. Where she was very materialistic, and he was as well. That's where he was exploring this option, where he had the unlimited credit cards with the the chauffeur guy, and he was kind of living it up and getting everything. But it was like, well, who you know, who are you? Then that character was so fantastic, you know, where he's like um wh- yeah, where do you want to buy I clothes and he's name, like yeah, awesome. and he's all like where do you want to buy clothes and he's all like i don't know where would you buy clothes and he's like he like pulls over and like gets in the back of the car <laughs> he's like listen man he's like okay, i believe the clothes make the man so you ask me a very serious question and you need clothes i ask you where you want to go and you want to ask me he's like i don't decide that like <laughs> what kind of clothes like and then he asks him where is he going what's his journey and and he gets thinking about this, and I really liked what you said about this this metaphor. Um, so my problem, well, this is probably my second or most favorite scene. I, oh, I would say yeah. maybe my most favorite scene <laughs> is when he goes to the luggage salesman. Yeah, and the luggage salesman because uh, uh, the luggage salesman is is showing him different options. And, uh, he gets an idea of what the journey is and it's a long journey and it's an involved journey. And, uh, and he like shows him like the holy luggage, like behind the church <laughs> yeah, doors the, and the, the music light and, the down. <laughs> and uh, my favorite part of this scene, um, is where he's like, you know, he's like, I'll, I'll take, I'll take it. He's like, and then he's like, I'll take four of them. And the guy's like, may we live to be a hundred years old. (laughs) Or a thousand. thousand? May live live to to be a thousand. thousand. (laughs) And so it was hilarious. I just love that part. But but I couldn't get over the idea that the luggage was baggage, meaning like he was yeah. taking that with him, which I think you should like be traveling light. But I loved your flip on that. You had a flip on that, that, yeah. that the luggage turned out to be very useful and helpful for him to have. Yeah, for me, it
0: almost seemed as if this journey of, purchasing all these things including the luggage was his therapeutic process right and all the things were not baggage in the sense that we might think of baggage like that weigh us down like trappings of, yeah, of but tools to freedom things.
1: yes which yeah. so and that's where a lot of the things that he had were the things that got him through the journey? Well, the luggage in and of itself was a raft two times over. Yeah, which was fantastic. Um, there was water. Uh, there was even some leisure activities. Yeah, a, a, a putting a, a <laughs> putting just, green just or moved whatever. Matt Ryan's body over to the <laughs> side so he could play
0: some putt putt golf. Which is well, fantastic. and, and <laughs> I mean to be honest, Tom Hanks that era. Oh, he he's just so, so good in he's all so the good. movies he's that he's so in. Just good. there's so many, and and we talked. We kind of chatted a little bit about doing some other ones of Tom Tom Hanks but I yeah I feel like like that scene for me was growth right and, and that's what you're mentioning is there's some growth there it's not it's not the full fully actualized growth. Like, right. He's still, there's still another stage. Uh, are you talking about the material,
1: the materialistic stage? Yeah. Yeah. Where he's well, explo- Yeah, there is, right. Mm-hmm. He's exploring who he is. He's being yes. curious. And I actually loved how open he was yeah. with the cab driver. Cause at one point too, he's like, Hey, do you want to go to dinner? And the guy's like, Hey, like I have a family to return to. Like I have a place yes. where I belong. And, and then he was kind of like, well, I'm okay to kind of be, Alone, and I think then he, ma- I think he then meets the sister, right? Because it's he spends time with the yeah, the, the show sister her, comes next. like later, yeah. right? Somewhere in there. Well yeah. no, she introduced, but then he got together with her for for dinner, I guess. Yeah, he got together with her for dinner. Yeah, she comes she comes later the show for and two? the
0: stuff because he flies from like New York or whatever right. to LA. Right. And that's when he meets her. One thing I want to throw out there though that I question and then you made a good point about was the first Meg Ryan, the one
1: from the Oh yeah, Anal gets, pro place. yeah. Let's go back there because we don't want to jump ahead. Because well, you know, there's so much there, right? Because there is. he he goes after he goes to the doctor and he's confronted with his death, which I think is really interesting because. We're all going to die. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and it's a, it's a hard thing, right? Cause we want to create safety and predictability in our lives. But at any point, any of us could die. Yes. You know, of, of course but, it's hilarious that he's going to die, gonna a die brain brain from a wild, brain cloud. And we're so. doing the motion over the head, which is like brain cloud. That's traumatic. In oh, of it's so. hilarious. <laughs> um, and so, so that whole thing, that whole thing um, of his kind of, Intense awakening, and then he returns to the job and confronts everything. Which my second most favorite part, uh, maybe my favorite part, it's tie with the "You Live to Be a Thousand Years." Is how the guy, and I wish I knew his the actor that's the manager who was like from Taxi, like the old Taxi show. And I I don't have my laptop. Like I usually am looking at. He's in a lot of stuff. He's in a lot of stuff, and he's just got like two lines. Like, I know he (laughs) he can do the job or I know he can get the job, but can he do the job? I'm not arguing with that with you. And he says it like 10 different ways. And it's such, it's so brilliant to me because I've done some acting that he could have so much depth and he's in the background (laughs) arguing and Tom Hanks is coming into his drab job and, and all of that. And he's, he's arguing those lines and then he comes back from the doctor and he's got again, one line and he's again delivering it like 10 different ways yes. in a way that's absolutely fantastic. And I don't think I realized like the whole like practice t- testicles on the desk. Yeah. And I was like that's another the man has you. And he's constantly like using them <laughs> as, as like, he's
0: talking if i if i remember right he's <laughs> like a, he's using them as stress relievers but they're
1: they're basically so grabbing <laughs> the man by the balls, right? It's like it's, it's such a fantastic metaphor of like how the man has you. Yeah, crushing. Yeah, it's just like crushing you and holding you holding you back. Of course, my and, and, and a part of that whole thing when Tom Hanks returns with all of this life and vigor and passion restored as he's contemplating, you know, he's got a month to live or whatever it is or six months to live or whatever. Yeah, it is. six months. And I love how like the don't touch this. <laughs> oh yeah and he's the, always like I the always water wanted to do that.
0: thing or whatever it is <laughs> yeah. the steam i um, don't know if it's
1: a pressure valve, valve or what or, well it turns out to be nothing yeah it's nothing <laughs> just <laughs> it's absolutely it. nothing he's like i've been wondering which, which is <laughs> symbolic about like so many arbitrary rules that are out yes. there you know what i mean or of course before the doctor visit how he needs more brochures he's like well <laughs> we only have like 11 brochures and like, why didn't you order more he's like well i I told you. It's like, he's like, when? well, it's like, well, three weeks ago. And then two weeks ago. Well, did you tell me last week? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> "What well, I love the point you so made
0: much. where he's kind of just stuck, right? Where is it a double bind? where he's trying to do his job and he can't do his job because he's out, but he can't order what he needs to fulfill he his role. He doesn't have the
1: powers. He doesn't like, have he de- blanche. Yeah, he's stuck. Because he even says that. He's like, well, you, I can't give you the authority, you know, the car blanche to do that. You know? well, how true is that of mental health? where we feel
0: like we're just stuck Stuck. and there's nothing we can do no matter what we do we're stuck Stuck. in it and we're we're not we're not able to get out and we want so badly to To find comfort
1: and to yeah to have meaning and we can't get it which one of my therapeutic interventions i think i've said this one of the other podcasts is that like to me change like just do anything different
0: Yeah. Like
1: even if it does, like you've got to do something different, you know, and you can do something different. Whenever I've talked to a client about anything that they're stuck in their life, there is, I can come up with right on the spot, 15 to a hundred different things they could do to handle a situation.
0: Well, and that's a good thing too, because when you're in that, it is hard to Uh, think, right? It's hard to process. And that's why it's so advantageous to have someone you can lean on, whether that be just a good friend or, or a family member to to talk Professional, And I
1: think it's important to articulate and verbalize, the possibilities that you would never do sure because i think it just gets your mind moving on that there is well hey my values won't let me make that decision well it's still something you could do yeah you know what i mean it is an option maybe an option that violates some personal value but it's still a a worthwhile thing unstuckness right because when we when we're stuck we feel that there
0: are no options which is not true exactly right and so freeing those up and just having just good discussion that's non-judgmental exactly is really powerful
1: i don't know if your clients have that with you do they have never the experience of non-judgmental
0: they're probably wondering what they're doing with me (laughs) and why they keep coming back is probably what they're wondering but uh i so i love
1: the meg ryan in in this in this movie but okay i wanted to bring this up so Wait, did we did we close the point on the the when they get back to his house scene? No, and that's kind of that well, Or go?
0: I'll say this real quick, and then because this comes, I think, right before the house okay, scene. Okay. Okay. Meg Ryan, when we're with her at uh, the first Meg Ryan character, she has this moment where she essentially. Doesn't uh, like they're holding hands.
1: Something changed.
0: Oh, okay. Hold on, people. We'll be right back. The play pause.
1: All right, and we're back.
0: All right.
1: Sorry about that. So,
0: <laughs> technical difficulties while driving. Um, Okay, so they're at this dinner, if I remember right. Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Yeah. And, uh, or Joe and the first Meg Ryan yeah. character. And he's like and losing,
1: he's like going crazy. Yeah, and losing he himself. reaches out to hold her hand.
0: Oh, yeah. And they hold hands, but she keeps her hand closed. Yeah. Which I always thought was so interesting. Like, who holds hands like that? Was with it your hand it was like a, a fist. It was
1: a deliberate metaphor.
0: Yes. And I didn't really pick up. Up on it, and you picked up more on it than I did. I mean, I picked yeah. up that her hand was closed. And I thought that was weird, but I didn't get much more out of that. Besides, that's weird. And so, I think that plays into yeah, just your that stages she was, uh, of the Meg Ryan character right. as relating a reflection to, to his Joe. growth. Yeah, because
1: yeah. because because she was closed, right? Like she mm-hmm. she was excited literally by- with her fist, right? It's so interesting, yeah. and she was excited by his energy. And he he had longed for her over all this time that they had worked in the office together, but he had never had the courage to say anything to her. And she was absolutely you know responsive to his interest yeah and uh and that's a really powerful scene how he talks about like how he can see her and smell her and he really you know fawns over her in in an affirming way
0: is really kind of interesting right because everything's like grayscale oh it is and then there's this introduction of colors like sporadically to the point where towards the end you just have like all types of, of color, and, color and and mm-hmm. sound and movement, mm-hmm. right? And and so I think that's really interesting. You go from the slow snail Grayscale to yeah, like this loud, drab. boisterous. Well, yeah, the color introduces the right at
1: dinner time with the skyline, yeah. right? Well, and so that's it's really interesting because she's excited by that, she's intrigued by that, she's mm-hmm. she's open to that, she wants to connect them. She's actually really seducing him as they return to the apartment. Yeah, and then he is vulnerable with her. Yeah, and then she she totally shuts down and abandons him. She does, you know, because. She's not open, right? She's yep. she can't. It's it well, she I think she says something to the effect that it's too much. Right. Yeah,
0: she does. She uses word or verbiage like that. And yeah. He reaches and she, she, she denies. She abandons. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah she abandons. And which
0: which can be another trauma, right? That can absolutely. that can be another trauma. Um uh, but but you know, he's he's had, you know, he's he's had this uh uh this moment of kind of awakening right where uh, he's told he's going to die so so he still has the motivation to move forward even though there's well, like this one well, he's
1: given a journey right because the next morning is yeah, when the salesman the- <laughs> which that guy and his i think he was uh the, the dad bro- it's the dad right? yeah it's the dad it's the guy that owns the the company that he's like i don't even know yeah. what it does I just oh know you gotta I need tell the doctor is the Oh, gosh, that's um, right. The Doctor... Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, the Unsolved <laughs> So it's like, I remember seeing this movie as a kid and being terrified because that voice of the doctor puts <laughs> the fear of death because it was like the true unsolved Isn't mysteries. Isn't it true? Some As a murderer, kid, I always thought unsolved mysteries were so <laughs> scary too. <laughs> butchered 15 women and he has still not been caught. Or, uh, I can't do that voice even close, but, but yeah, but that's, sorry. Yeah. Was, so going to, no, the, that was fantastic. So the dad comes the next morning. Yeah, so the, the, yeah, the, the dad of Meg Ryan's, uh, the two final female you know, uh, characters shows up. And he, I think he was the lead in the music man, the Broadway music man.
0: Well, and he's in, he's in a couple of things and I don't know why I can't, Think of what, what he's shows in. we were gonna
1: look him up. We didn't. We, I never looked. Him but up. he is
0: in, and he's in something
1: that's just like at the top of, at the tip of my tongue. I just can't, I can't think of it. But anyways, yeah. So he comes, so dynamic, and yes. he's sound, and and of course, just the dilapidated state. I remember taking note of the fact that Tom Hanks' apartment has this like wall <laughs> up, and of course, it was interesting that the lightning bolt was like in yeah, the wall. I didn't even notice and, that. Uh, but too. like the yeah. wall is up in such a way that's like half of the fireplace or three quarters of the fireplace is like yes. in the room. So it's, it's just trashed. <laughs> just this mar- marginalized state, you know, and I love how in. he takes his cane and just, Wax another hole in it.
0: <laughs> the, the dad does. The, yeah, that's the fantastic.
1: So he sells him on this opportunity. Of course, you know, he's being taken advantage of by the man because he doesn't actually have, you know, spoiler alert, he doesn't actually have a debilitating <laughs> what? disease. There's not a brain cloud? I know. I You might have been diagnosed with that. If you have a brain cloud diagnosis, uh, you might have a, Get a second doctorate. opinion. And which is cool <laughs> because the doctor was like, hey, maybe you want a second opinion. I know. Opinion. I thought that's interesting. Which I, right? It is interesting because, again, that's not an accident. That's a deliberate like hey man you know i'm trying to give you an out here just so yeah. you know that there's something else uh, going on in uh, in this whole story right so so that is all fantastic which leads us to you know where we jumped ahead to la and the superficial kind of empty you know pretentious like she's trying to be an artist yeah you know it's like car- cartoon at her father's restaurant you know and patricia patricia Hello, Patricia. Patricia. Hello, Patricia. <laughs> she was fantastic. Um, so all of that that was was fantastic, and there was something about the morning breakfast scene that was really interesting to me that I don't remember.
0: Yeah, so this is when they're meeting for breakfast as they're on the way. Well, the cool to thing was too yacht or sailboat.
1: Yeah, the cool thing was too is that that. That Tom Hanks turned down the advances. The night before, yeah. Which I thought was really cool, right? Because it wasn't, he wasn't just looking for, like, in his, you know, eat, drink, and be merry because tomorrow you die. He didn't take that road. Because he wants something more. He wants connection. And
0: she's still closed. She She is not open. Yes. Yeah. Uh, It's not until the third Meg Ryan character where we start to see more openness happen.
1: And I think it's great that he didn't participate in. Using her.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is really neat. And I think that that's an important part, uh, a really important part of the progression uh, through or recovery of, of the trauma right of this fear and of growing because utilizing someone and is not connection. It's right. not healing.
1: It's just an it, it's, escape. It's, it a is. Distraction. it's just another escape. It's a temporary, relief. which is really what's, what's really good for us. Interesting and fascinating about sex addiction. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, you're, you're engaging in that behaviorally with a person, yeah. but it's not meaningful. You know, yeah. I mean? well, There's no, and I think emptiness. that's where
0: it can become traumatizing. Uh, for for those involved, even you know, even when when maybe both parties are are in agreement to it, right?
1: Sure, consenting adults can do whatever they want.
0: Yeah, and it can it can become traumatizing because there's not connection happening that's more meaningful than just one so it kind of it adds to that attachment injury that attachment trauma and and kind of re-traumatizes the person over and over because
1: you're engaging in a thing that's meant to attach yes you know intimacy physical intimacy is meant to be and is in a healthy relationship an attaching behavior definitely and so you're just fragmenting yourself with uh just jumping around jumping in bed with lots of different folks and
0: and he's trying to heal from that if if we're going from kind of what i feel like i you know jumped out to me and there's a lot of different things you can get out of this movie but if we're going down this mental health slash fear perspective or or trauma and fear perspective then then yeah he him doing that wouldn't have allowed the journey to progress I, i don't think it would have
1: yeah i agree Yeah, obviously, absolutely not, right? So, is there anything else with Patricia that is relevant or? or No, I just think Meg Ryan just does such an awesome job, so it's
0: hard not to just keep mentioning. Yeah, just (laughs) just being so so timid and
1: scared with the first uh, female uh, character, vain and empty, and pretentious and Uh shallow. With but still. Like likable, right? But then, yes, the third,
0: and I can't remember her name. I just remember she says hello, Patricia, and I always remember that line. But I can't remember the third Meg Ryan's name. Yeah, I'm forgetting it as well. But I think there's a lot of neat things that happen at this stage of his development. Um, Probably one of the most interesting scenes that jumped out to me was uh, so when when Meg Ryan. Sees Joe, she just makes fun of him pretty much. I don't know if make fun of she's him is sharp, the right word. Yeah. She's
1: defensive, she's judgmental. And she
0: calls him, what does she call him? She's like, uh, oh, yeah, hey. yeah.
1: Hey, I'm gonna call you oh, I can't soon. remember. I'm gonna call you Oscar something mocking, or something. Something I don't mocking know. about the whole situation. Yeah. But he stands up for himself. He does. In a he respectful says way. something. Yeah. And I love so there's kind of this, you know, this
0: error. And and then they have dinner later, and then and then finally he's going to bed and she's kind of lingering. Um and she she's kind of lingering, and he's like, Hey, why why were you rude to me? And she doesn't really say much, you know, she kind of lingers a little bit more explaining to him kind of what the layout is, where everyone's sleeping. And then she finally opens up. And I feel like that scene is such a mm. great scene, a great example of of opening up with the primary emotion. And she goes into explaining that she feels shame right. over taking the, her father's boat as a payment, like she's being hired she got, by her father. Because well, she said she would never work for him. Yes. And that's what drove her to be defensive and to be rude and to poke at him. And what a great example of what happens to all of us in our close relationships with those we care so much about. We have these moments where we're feeling shame, inadequacy, uh, or something to that effect and the response is not to share what we're feeling about ourselves but to poke and to criticize and she takes a moment to kind of go go and and really reach and be vulnerable with him mm-hmm. and it's so cool because from that you see a change in her right a change yeah. in her now what's really interesting in that scene is that towards the end of that scene, he reaches to her. And I can't remember what he says. He reaches oh, to her. Wow. And for some reason, she turns she pulls and leaves. Back. Yeah. And the next morning, it's green out. Like green and foggy. Well, and the, storm. the storm. Yeah, the storm. The, the storm, storm is there. Yeah. And what a manifestation of, wow, I felt a connection with someone. They well, she, reached to me. I that. heard and yeah. then I reached and was rejected. And what trauma that can yeah, cause. Brings
1: up fog, not even realizing stress.
0: That were maybe blocking someone's reach. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think Meg Ryan did anything wrong or no. hurtful.
1: She just but might have just been ha- happy. Or or maybe she became self-conscious of how much yeah. she was vulnerable. And so for her, she was empowered, right? She's like, I'm saving my ship.
0: And for him, there was this storm. And the storm, I think, is metaphorical of
1: right his pain. Yeah. Well, that's well, maybe that's the symbolic PTSD. Yeah. Definitely, because right. it's reoccurring, right? Yes, because the the piece and he there's re retraumatized. The lightning strike, the, yeah. the noise, which the lightning metaphor being on all of these different. It's things. constant, which yeah. you picked up way Constantly. more than I did. Was yeah. the lightning? It was everywhere. Yeah, it's so the path into the building. It was on the wall. It was the path up to the volcano. It was. It was in a couple other places as well, if I remember correctly. Yeah,
0: I think the lightning strike that sunk the boat was actually yes, the, it was. the symbol.
1: Which so that's interesting. I wonder. So what is the lightning strike rep? What does the lightning symbol symbolize? The road, the road that the road to where we need to get to is it's chaotic is chaotic It's chaotic and, and, and twisted easy. and not where you expect, but it's also the symbol of like of power, right? The symbol of uh, Yeah. But it's also destructive, you know, cuz the cool thing is is how much easier boat.
0: does it become when you're not alone? You know, Meg Ryan survives because she's not alone. Yeah, she survives that lightning strike, that path because she has someone there with her.
1: Well, it's interesting, I was and so
0: does he survive too. I'm sorry, I cut you off. Not he survives also. Yeah, because he well he, he takes so. care of himself, right? He took care of her. He's like dying, so she took care of him for the last little bit until they got to the island. Yeah, so they survived. With connection with, with each other, well,
1: and they they took turns taking care of each other. Yes, which is significant. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. At that, different moments, right? Yes, right. And that's sometimes how
0: that's is, how sure. it goes. Right. Is yeah. sometimes one partner can be there to help heal the other, and then the other's not able to be there for that partner right but then other times they're able to be and so sometimes it's not the perfect what i would love to see as a therapist right they're both opening up both reaching for each other both accepting yeah because you might be at different places at exactly. different times and that's as, okay
1: That is okay because mm-hmm. that's just how it's going to be sometimes of course you know they get to this inevitable place after they get on yeah. <laughs> what pony woo or the people of Ponywoo, and and they've been oh, dressed up or whatever. It's so awesome!
0: It's hilarious.
1: She's so they treated all like have this queen,
0: huge, like what are they've got to be at least twenty ounce orange soda cans. Yeah, they're just necklaces. They're all <laughs> drinking it. It's hilarious. And and this is supposedly an island that has need for nothing, and that's why Joe is sacrificing himself because this rich billionaire can't get can't trade anything with them because they don't want anything except for
1: obviously or soda, orange soda. <laughs> but that's not an but there's there's something there there's a real <laughs> there sub, is a reason there's to it, there's I a substory there uh, there's a commentary there about this group of people that doesn't have the courage or that no one cares about yeah, the community the enough to jump into the volcano that they want somebody from the outside to do it and that that doesn't satisfy the beast you know what i mean it is a really interesting point that you bring up because the chief
0: they make a point of having this chief say or share this story. Like, this he goes through this um, the history. Yeah, this, the, yeah, this like story, or um, uh, um, I'm not sure what a speech. He has this speech. I don't know why I couldn't think of that word. He has this speech where he says what you just said, like, uh, you know, we, we can't, no one, none of my my tribe is brave enough to do this they don't want to do it they're resistant to do it we need someone
1: outside to do it and joe's just there he's like yeah 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 well, I'm I'm courageous. I'm going to die anyway, yes. so I'll die for you. But it's interesting that that sacrifice of an outsider isn't accepted, and that 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 it leads yeah, to the demise the of those people because yeah. they didn't care I think enough that about themselves. Shows something and they, we were wracked about that. they were talked by fear. They were racked yeah, by fear. That community right. was racked by fear. Mm-hmm. That nobody in that community was courageous enough to face off against the unsatisfied. Well, and I think what's beautiful is. Joe and
0: the Meg Ryan. Which is the first time they're able
1: to hold hands open. They
0: hold hands, they connect, and they jump together. It's beautiful. They survive because they've faced fear together. together. Yes. And then the island sinks, and all of the inhabitants of the island, I'm, I'm assuming, drown. Yeah. Because they're unable to deal confront, with their trauma, well, which isn't conf- true. How, how much does trauma tear well, us apart? Yeah. And tear or could us could sink, well, it, it's stress, really, right? well, it
1: could sink a whole community. Oh yes. Right? And not only you, could that's tear a great a point. Whole, yeah. It could tell, tear a whole community well, apart. Well, how
0: often do we see that? That's the case, right? It where, is. where trauma is, is tearing apart the whole family uh-huh. and it's not just the, the traumatized person that needs, and that's where you can get secondary trauma, right? Or yeah. generational trauma yeah. that comes into play. And, uh, you know, in Canto, I think it's a great example of yeah. that generational effect right. and how it just affected the it whole traumatizes, family. traumatizes. Yeah. The whole family. It's really, mm-hmm. really, um, uh, contagious, isn't yeah. it? And, and it, well, and, that's and, what happened to this Island, I think.
1: Well, and it's, and it's, and it's a fantastic, um, metaphor that, that Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan woke up to that. Yeah. You know, because it's interesting because she was bought by the boat, but she lost it. Yes. She didn't get to keep it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, she, her morals, like she let
0: go of it. She found a way... To, to let go, Surrender. Right?
1: Yeah. Well, it's interesting, too, because after they're, they're, you know, ejected from the volcano because they confronted it together, they're left together, and then he starts to fall into fear again. You know, the luggage shows up again, and it's like, well, we're out here in the middle of nowhere, you know, how, how can we...
0: It's really interesting because you see with Meg Ryan, the very first Meg Ryan, she can't move forward because she can't risk losing her job. That's all she has. Second, well, Meg I think Ryan, she was,
1: I think she was also scared of what it would mean to get into a relationship with somebody that's sure. terminal. Because then it would be like, well, I'll be left. Or, yeah, then she'll lose him, right? right. Mm-hmm. And
0: second Meg Ryan can't, can't let go of what her father is giving her. Right can't can't let go of that security, and then finally, well, she
1: doesn't know who she is. The third because right? he discovers who he is in that scene, yeah. in that portion of the scene. She doesn't know who she is yet, because she's still playing out. She's too afraid to leave the security of the money.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and I think what's so incredible about the third Meg Ryan and Joe, or the third stage of Joe, as exemplified by the Meg Ryan, yes, girl uh, character, sorry, woman, is is this really example of how connection allows us to
1: move forward and let go of things that are just weighing us down. Just fear. Yeah. Which, you know, it's real. I mean, jumping into a volcano will kill you in a terrible and painful way. Well, the sailboat for her, I think, is fear, right? That's what causes her to poke at
0: him. And it goes away, it gets destroyed, and she's okay because she has him. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if she's quite okay because she was knocked unconscious, right? She's out. <laughs> yeah. she, she's in, but, but, but when she woke up her. and moved forward, well, she never mentioned
1: it again. She's like he, totally
0: okay with it. Yeah, she,
1: she didn't. That's right. She didn't ever kind of like lament the loss exactly. of the boat. It was almost like she was liberated well, by the loss of the boat. waking
0: up and there's this person that's been with you that's on their deathbed because they brought you back. To, to life, to life, yeah, and how much you would feel connected with that person, right? And how much that connection makes you not care about the
1: other things, right? And right. maybe that's the well, because it shows right? you what matters. Like, yes. yeah, he offered himself for what matters, the, and he even is trying to refuse. Even help at that point, he's like, "No, no, no, uh, yeah, no, because I'm going to die anyway." Yep, you know what I mean. So, what? It, it, I can't drink the water because I'm going to die anyway. Well, and how healing connection
0: is mm-hmm. for us ultimately to the point where they survive, and his right. brain cloud, th- he decides to get a second opinion.
1: <laughs> I think it's, I think it's, um, I think it's interesting, uh, which we didn't note of, that there is something that happens. I think it's really significant um, when he is alone, when she's comatose, when the moon rises. Yeah. And And it's huge. It's huge. And he's he's humbled and he's just thankful. Yeah. He's thankful for his life and, and, and gratitude in the face of drudgery Mm -hmm. or loss or I'm about to die. You know, I'm still just grateful for the time that I have. It's so it's such an interesting realization. I wonder why they decided to, to connect well, that can with the moon. Easily get sucked into what you don't have. Yeah, and and it
0: really is amazing at how having positive affirmations or positive mantras to go to, how much benefit that that can
1: well, it's do meaning, for you. Right. Like the thing that's important about that idea of mantra or it's like, what is your anchor? Like yeah. what is, what is the thing that gives the suffering purpose? Yes. You know, because then it's like, I'm suffering for a reason. Just like he was suffering with, uh, with, uh, starvation or dehydration for Meg Ryan mm-hmm. for someone else. He was, and he was even willing to jump into a volcano for another group of people because you know that's who he was. He was somebody that would give of himself to save others. Yeah, I mean, that's but he forgot that, or lost that, or became yeah, overwhelmed by that because or of traumatized the trauma, right? That. From yeah. being a fireman, right, or whatever things he went through. Yeah, and maybe courageously, prior drank, to like, that like he even, forgot right? it, like he mm-hmm. got complacent, which happens when you see traumatic, difficult, horrible things. You know,
0: well, and we all do. Yeah. And I think that's important to realize Yeah, that's that normal. we all experience trauma and the more we resist that notion,
1: the less we're going to be able to res- heal from it because we just don't. And resist processing or allowing exactly. it to affect us because it's like we don't want to feel bad, but in avoiding the feeling bad, we just create, well, you create the life metaphor of tom hanks prior to the brain cloud diagnosis yes. it's drudging yeah where we're stuck right we're well, stuck in and really because you don't want to risk anything so you oh yeah. Well, oh yeah how could we forget the soul oh, part we forget the soul oh, the shoe that's yeah because right. he like tore his soul he yeah. lost so what's the phrase the phraseology that they say because um, somebody hap- even comments on it she's like oh what happened to your soul and he's like i lost my soul or i tore uh, my soul yeah,
0: it was something to, and this is in the beginning of yeah, the movie yeah yeah because he's he hits it, he's going through like the the, the gate gate, uh, what are those things called? Yeah, like the entrance go around gate. thing. Marry- oh no, man, my brain's not, not there. Yeah, they're not
1: merry-go-rounds. But no, I'm thinking merry-go-round, like, but it's not that. Yeah, like turnstile, <laughs> turnstile. He like goes turn through style.
0: this turnstile, and right before he does it, he hits his foot, foot. on
1: something and it tears, and his, it, soul it tears his soul about eighty percent off.
0: And then is it Meg Ryan who asks
1: him yeah, what like happened? what happened to your shoe? And his response happened? is no, something says, like, I well, tore they,
0: my soul or I lost my soul or something like that. Yeah,
1: it was more open-ended like th- than that. It was kind of like, what happened to your shoe? Like, what? Or she just says, what happened? Yeah, what looking happened? Looking at it and he's like, he's, I lost my soul. Yeah. Which is really what the place that he's at in the beginning of the movie. Yes. He had lost his soul. And that's what he it had can sold feel it. like well, when but, we're
0: struggling with something well, and, and, that's what and we feel can no do. way out.
1: Right, we can, we can give up our soul for security. Oh, well, sure, that's a great point. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because he wanted predictability. Yes. He wanted something safe. Right. I mean, here well, he is, and of course, when
0: we're dealing with anxiety or stress or trauma, which all fall under those anxiety disorders, when we're dealing with that, we want a secure foundation, and that's where we get into behaviors where we become more controlling, or more obsessive, or more just prone to worry constantly because we're trying to control the situation we're in. So it would make mm-hmm. sense, right, that we would gravitate towards what's the most secure job, even if it's torturous. At least it's stable. Yeah. You know, it, the, and, and same, you know, same and consistent is not always happiness, right? Yeah. And that's what well, we find with yeah. him in this job is it's, yeah, it's the same. Yeah. I mean, I would go nuts hearing well, it's, this It's this idea. say the same thing over well, and over. It's,
1: I think it's a really important commentary because it's something that's happening now that we're giving up our souls to the many different capitalistic time, thing, like, government yeah. uh, or
0: even just things that take time like being on our phone yeah, I guess or, I'd be more nefarious or and feeling ominous, like we need to no no are no, we're trading, I, you're our, a good we're point trading our
1: freedoms for security but you can't there's no security which is which is really you know it's fantastic about Joe and, and Meg Ryan being willing to, to jump into a volcano like, yeah. like that is life man like yeah. I, I don't want to be hurt I don't want anybody to die but like I remember having this conversation with my wife when my oldest was somewhere around 13 or something and I had started cycling and I got a manual cycling as well. And he needed to, to do some training on his own. And my wife and like we lived in an area that we were in a town and not far out of town, less than a mile was backcountry roads. And he could just go ride in the backcountry roads. And my wife and I had this real intense argument one night about whether or not he was old enough for us to let him go out on these back roads and just uh, ride his bike. Uh-huh. And I was like, she's like, well, this could happen in this guy. I'm like, sweetie pie. Like, yeah, it could. And, I, sure. you know, and it was and it's like, but. But we got to let him go out on his bike. I'm like, you and I were both going wherever we wanted it at that age, you know? And like, he yeah. at least had like a, he had like a flip phone. I think he could stick in his pocket at the point. Uh-huh. I'm like, he's got a phone. <laughs> we would go ride around all over the place. We didn't have phones. Like, we have to let him go. And he was responsible-ish enough to like, sure. you know, negotiate, <laughs> not like you know, driving out into traffic or whatever. And so, but it, it was this real, it was this real pivotal moment, I think, in our parenting where it was like, we had to embrace the uncertainty yeah and it's so important that's what's for us to embrace that because there is no assurances of peace and happiness in life agree
0: yes and and that's what's interesting about this idea they just get married right they just get married and what better descriptor than jumping Uh, into uh, what a a marriage is yeah Yeah, because it is is commentary think about it i mean two different people yeah merging together to uh-huh. be as one mm-hmm. how much chaos is gonna be oh my goodness in that growth oh, yeah. process absolutely <laughs> i mean talk about making a diamond and tons could it, of pressure could the, <laughs> movie,
1: could the movie be a commentary on just uh courtship
0: uh, yeah i think so and you had mentioned that i think at one point i thought that was a great point that yeah it absolutely could be just a, movie, Definitely. Uh, a symbolic movie about courtship i think the the really cool thing about Joe versus the volcano oh, is a billion different ways. Though. Yes. And you don't always get that. I feel like where, I, I mean, I think a lot of movies can do that, but I feel like Joe versus the volcano, you could clearly do, go down a lot of, do you know, this
1: movie only made 25 million of the box office. Too. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. terrible. It's so funny. Do you that know what it costs a, to make? I don't know. I didn't look. No, yeah. It's, it's, well, it's tragic to me because it is such a fantastic film. It really is. it's and so it's, good. It's one of
0: those ones that's kind of, uh, a little a little out there right which is is kind of characteristic of a lot of really good, good 80s 80s and yeah, 90s and 90s movies, movies where they're
1: just totally yeah, like, they're a little quirky Well, but they're they are ridiculous. awesome yeah it's like meanings to yeah, them yeah it's so ridiculous they make them so fun it is and and this is a movie i think too that i could watch a lot more times i think and you get could a get lot a different more out meaning. of it yeah different yeah. you know different things or, would rise from Or you can just watch surface. it
0: just for pure fun entertainment oh, it's and hilarious. it's great that way too but uh, i that's what i love about it and 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 i think that you know that's like we said what is great about a lot of 80s and 90s and that's why i love about fifth element it, you know this 90s sci-fi movie that's just kind of out of the world but because it is that way it's just classic like oh, it's great. you can't you can't get better than that in my mind
1: yeah i mean uh i mean uh, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan are like yes. the quintessential. Oh, they're in so many romantic movies. Yes. comedy <laughs> movies, right? Like, I mean, how many rom-coms well, they did have they the, do? You've got Mail, and they've got
0: Sleepless in Seattle, yeah. and they did Joe versus Volcano, right? I think those are all Tom Hanks enough.
1: and Meg Ryan. Is that all three? Yeah, all was three. Of, I'm one? sure there's there's got to be even more. Than there that. might be another one. I feel like they were. What when Harry met intense. Sally? Oh no, when Harry met Sally was uh Billy Crystal and yeah. Meg Ryan. Billy Crystal is yeah that uh, one. It's another like similar genre. I wonder if Tom Hanks didn't want to do that one. Maybe not. <laughs> Billy Crystal was great in that show though. But. Maybe
0: not. He was doing big or something. Who knows. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Any other uh any other final caveats? Oh, man. I'm from sure that if we sat and
0: thought long enough oh, we could gosh, come up with others. So but many I, good things. I enjoyed it. It was a fun watch. And the the funny thing about this one is I watched it the night before, then John came and the next morning we got in the car and left and I listened to it the whole time that he watched it and I still enjoyed it again. So it is really one you could watch multiple times and you could even watch it back to back
1: and still enjoy it. Yeah. I think my takeaway is the, is really them grabbing hands and just jumping. It's just such a great, like I definitely like my wife and I got married pretty quick and you know, we're now on, you know, 20, uh, we're working towards our 20, um, second year. And, uh, and that's, that's what it is, man. You just got to jump in and like, take it and like, go for it. And, you know, I, I and I th- I think I kept thinking during the movie like you've got to kind of live like you're going to die tomorrow. You yeah, know what I mean, I, I'm not saying you shouldn't plan. I'm not saying you shouldn't have security. I'm not saying you shouldn't be wise. But maybe let go of some
0: things yeah. that are are weighing you down.
1: Yeah. Well, and I find think that's out. something we could like, always be out. assessing, well, right? I
0: guess, what's weighing me down that I maybe don't need to carry anymore.
1: I think one of the big ones for me is don't live in such a way That you're silently filling your well of resentment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you have a problem with your boss, like, you know, have a way. Take a mannequin hand and slap him (laughs) in the face with it. I totally forgot about that part. He like comes and he's like tapping everything. And it's, 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 I got to go here. I have a situation. <laughs> it's so funny. He knocks but, the uh, testicles off too with it. <laughs> they go gotta, rolling across the there's desk. Gotta be. Well, which is really interesting, right? Because he's using the mannequin hand as like a step towards, yes. you know, uh, Uh, confronting the things that he needs to. And so, yeah, I I think, you know, live in such a way um, that you, you know, that there is some carpe diem and definitely live in such a way that you're not silently and slowly becoming resentful. If something's making you resentful, like you got to confront that thing. And you can do it tactfully, you can do it with consideration, you can do it with grace and kindness and love and and respect, but you've got to confront the things that you've got to confront because there's nothing worse than resentment.
0: Otherwise, you're going to be carrying the baggage, and and not not the luggage that helped Tom H- Tom Hanks survive. Yeah, you're the going carrying kind. the baggage, the wrong weighs you down. Know.
1: <laughs> not the one that will help you live to be a thousand years yes. old.
0: Nope.
1: <laughs> no. Well, oh, and that's right, because they totally like. Uh, no matter what we do, we're keeping this luggage, right? Yeah, and they've the got which it, is awesome. They've got it like on the Mercedes or something like that, like it's tied awesome. to the car or whatever it is.
0: Thanks, all. Oh, that was it was a good one. was a lot of fun. May you all live to be a thousand years old.
1: Amen. <laughs>